0: Hello, and welcome to the Future is Bilingual podcast. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome and thank you for joining us. If you've listened to this podcast before, welcome back. Uh, I took a little hiatus. Uh, I did record an episode in early April, uh, which I have since deleted as there were some technical issues on it, which were pointed out to me afterwards. So I do hope to re-record that episode at some point. But today, I'm going to address a different topic, one that's a little bit more light and easy and upbeat. So the topic for today is benefits of bilingualism. Now, if you're listening to an episode which has the word bilingualism in the title, this is probably already something you are very interested in. You're probably bilingual yourself. Maybe um, you're aspiring to be bilingual. But this is definitely a topic that I know you're already interested in. Um, And you probably already know most of these yourself. And I'd be curious to hear, Um, you can contact me on Instagram at thefutureisbilingual or send me an email at tfibpodcast at gmail.com if you think I forgot something, um, if you'd like to add anything. So either way, um, I just was curious to see how many advantages I could come up with on my own and then to see what was published on the internet, maybe some things that I hadn't thought about. And I have a few statistics and things that might be of interest to you as well that I found during my research. Okay, so here we go. The first thing I thought about was having a stronger connection to your family and your heritage. So this is actually really important in forming your identity as a person, um, as part of your community, as part of your family. And even for little kids, they're not consciously thinking about it, but knowing that they are part of this linguistic group, will help them have an identity that I can speak this language with these people that are important to me. And I can also speak another language with another set of people. Um, So just having that ability to speak with two distinct groups of people, because you have the ability to speak two languages is really important for their identity, for their foundation. Um, And of course, this is important for people later in life, like myself, uh, who learned a language past my, my prime. So when I you know, started learning as a middle schooler, didn't become fluent until I was a young adult. Um, but again, it shaped my identity. It shapes the way that I see myself now. It shapes uh, the groups of people that I can interact with and therefore how I see myself. Second thing is that it gives you a really uh, good inside understanding of other cultures and other customs. So there's really it just basically means you don't have to depend on somebody or something like a translation app or something like that. So you, you yourself, you can understand it. Um, and as we know, a lot of those apps and a lot of um, even humans, we make errors. So having the ability yourself to be able to understand what's happening when you're in another country or just when you're observing a custom that is different than you. Um, a different cultures customs, so that can be in the same country. Um, just being able to do that yourself and not be dependent on somebody else is really um, it's a huge advantage. It makes you independent, um, you have probably a better understanding, you have a more full understanding because again even if someone was helping you in translating they might just be giving you um, parts, pieces, the most important things and not all the subtle details. Third advantage, is having a better understanding of your native language. So as some of you know, if you've listened to the podcast before, um, you might've heard me say that I am a language teacher in a high school or I was before staying at home with my kids. And so I used to teach French and Spanish. And I used to see this all the time that students, as they progressed in their language learning, they would understand the way English works a lot better, which being their native language. Um, so just studying another language makes you more cognizant of the way that you speak, um, whatever your native language is, uh, and it just gives you a better appreciation for it and a better understanding of language in general. So you're it's a thing called metalinguistics, which is the ability to talk about language using language. Um, So just having practice speaking another language, having practice studying another language will give you a better understanding, a better appreciation of the first language that you learned, if that is your case. If you learned two languages at first, then those first two languages. So the fourth benefit of learning another language is that it helps your cognitive development. So what that means is basically gymnastics for your brain. It's a workout for your brain. And I would often tell students that um, if the more they can think in their target language, so I was teaching French and Spanish. Rather than thinking in English, they were helping to build those muscles in their brain, to build those connections to make it easier each time. So the more you practice thinking in that language, the more connections you're going to make, neurocognitive connections, and then it'll just become easier over time to not have to use your native language to get to your target language, to just go directly thinking in your target language, to speaking in your target language. Um, So I have some examples because this um, benefit has lots of research done on it. Um, so they've done a lot of research with young kids that are in dual language programs versus just monolingual schools. Um, they found that those students, and again, this is with the younger um, children, but I'm sure it's true for adults as well. They have better attention, um, better executive functioning skills. So they listed some of those as being cognitive inhibition so that's the ability to turn off one language and speak the other language. So when we have two languages in our brain, we have to distinguish which one we need to use in the right context. Um, so the ability to shut off the one, usually you know, your native one is harder to, to turn off and turn on the one that you need to use. Um, I see my, my son especially doing this when he has to speak with my family and speak English, he has to really work to turn off Polish that we're doing at home in order to speak the right language to grandma because my parents don't speak any Polish. Um, so cognitive inhibition, shutting off one language or in this, you know, it could be anything. It could be shutting off a different um, anything you're thinking about in your brain. So in school, this could translate to shutting off one task to focus on a different one. Um, and they also bilingual students were better at task switching. So when you're bilingual and you have to switch between languages, like we were saying, to know who to, um, who to address with what language, they have more practice in this ability to switch between tasks. So when students are in school and they have to quickly put something away, get something else out, switch from history to math to science, um, they've done studies that have shown that bilingual students had an easier time task switching thanks to all this practice that they've been doing when they were switching languages in their brain. Um, And the last one is that they have better working memory. So again, having to keep, um, you know, not consciously, but keep lists of words that, you know, in Spanish it's perro, and in English it's dog, and in French it's If They're keeping all that information in their head, um, then it's just building a stronger memory for them. So without meaning to, just thanks to their circumstances, whether they're in a bilingual family whether they're in an immigrant family in another country, whether they're in a bilingual program, whatever the situation is, these students have had more chance to practice all these skills. So under the same topic of cognitive development, um, there was an article by Psychology Today on bilingual speakers that um, said that bilingual speakers have better judgment. So they have an ability to see a problem or see a situation through multiple lenses. So they're used to kind of looking at it through two different lenses if they're using two different languages in their life every day. Um, And because of that, they'll make a more rational decision. So they've got this ability to kind of step back and look at it another way. Um, I can link up to that article if you want to read that. So again, that was in psychology today. The fifth benefit that I want to mention is health benefits. And again, there's lots of research done on this. Um, It's quite interesting so there are some studies that have shown that um, patients uh, that have dementia if they were bilingual they usually got it four years an average of four years later than monolingual speakers um, and alzheimer's as well Um, so there was a study in northern italy that looked at people um, with the same stage of alzheimer's because again alzheimer's is a disease that progresses Um, and the bilingual patients, I'm reading from a quote, uh, the bilingual patients were on average five years older, and they had stronger connections between the brain areas involved in executive function. So that goes back to what we were saying about cognitive development. Um, And the last example from this same article um, looked at 600 stroke survivors, um, and these were in India. And India is a country with lots of languages. and they found that the bilingual patients had much better outcomes. So specifically they were looking at 40.5% of the bilingual patients had normal cognition, and that was compared to just 19.6% of the monolingual patients. Um, So that's quite interesting. Um, And I have some personal family history with that. So I think that is really interesting. Um, so health, and I'm sure there's many more health benefits to being bilingual, but those are just a couple that I found related to dementia, Alzheimer's, and stroke. So there's no denying that there's some good stuff going on in your brain, like we were saying with the brain gymnastics. Okay, the sixth benefit is, of course, travel. So if you can speak another language, you can easily travel to that country and you can get around more easily. You can speak to locals. Um, This kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about not being dependent on somebody else for help. I mean, that's if I could have anything, I would just be able to download all languages into my brain. Um, That would be a wonderful thing. So then I could just travel anywhere. Um, But again, it's not horrible if you need someone to help you. Like I went to Japan with my school and I did not know Japanese. So I was dependent on people in that situation. Uh, However, it's just a very different experience, um, as I know, because I've done it going to Japan for me when I don't speak any Japanese, or I spoke very little, um, versus going to France, fluent. Um, So travel, travel is a huge um, factor. And again, that's something that we really promote. We're saying, you should study French, you should study Spanish, look at all these countries that speak that, that language. Um, Number seven, is that um, bilingual speakers have more opportunities on the job market. I did not find, I didn't really look for any specific statistics in that, Um, but it definitely is advantageous if you can speak another language. Um, It's never really looked at as a bad sign. So if you do speak another language, don't hesitate to put it on your resume, your CV, so that your maybe future employer can see that you have that skill. It doesn't hurt. However, uh, the eighth benefit for economic, sorry, economic advantage, I did find um, a statistic on that. And that statistic was that bilingual speakers earn, on average, three thousand more a year than monolingual speakers. I believe this was done in the U.S. So I just found that interesting. They had done. There's more math in that article about what that equals in a year, etc. And another advantage, number nine, is that you have a new worldview, a new way of thinking. So there's many quotes about how speaking another language, it's like having being another person. Um, there's definitely many aspects of learning language uh, where you you do sometimes feel like you're a different person, like you're not yourself. Um, there have been studies done where they ask bilingual speakers the same question, but they ask it in both languages. And it's interesting because sometimes the speaker will say a completely different answer when they're answering in another language so one of the studies i read about was japanese and english um, and just there, you can look up there's lots and lots of studies done on how people have a different mindset when they're speaking another language i know sometimes people will say that they their voice sounds completely different um the way that they think is is different the words that they choose to use are different uh, so again Different worldview, different way of seeing the world, seeing people, seeing things. Okay, number 10 advantage uh, is the ability to get information from more places. And this is really key right now because we have the internet, um, it's during a global pandemic, so many of us are home, maybe we have more time. Um, And if you are able to read or understand uh, spoken language, you can watch the news from that country, see what's happening, um, You can read Twitter, newspapers, whatever it is you're interested in, um, and just get information and understand it uh, in a different language. So again, that kind of plays into that you would have a different worldview because countries see things differently. They have different holidays, traditions. Um, so you might just hearing about different things if you're watching the news in another country. Uh, Number 11, just kind of related, is that you could enjoy media from another country um, or in another language without needing subtitles. Um, And even the fact that you can enjoy, anyone can enjoy music from another country, but if you can understand what the song is saying, it'll have a lot more impact on you. And yes, a lot of times um, some songs on YouTube might have Subtitles, which is great. I love it because then if it's, I was listening to a Persian song the other day, I don't speak any Persian, but at least they had some English subtitles, so I knew what the song was about. But it's still not the same as if I spoke Persian because I don't know exactly what they're saying. Maybe the subtitles are a little off. Um, I would also have a different reaction to those sentences. Uh, reaction to the, the phrases that he was using if I was able to understand that language. Um, it would just be more intimate. Um, so again, being able to enjoy, like I was saying, songs, but also films, news, YouTube videos, whatever it is. Um, it's always nice when you don't need to depend on subtitles or sometimes my students will say that, oh, these subtitles they are not exactly what they're saying. Um, So just having that much knowledge to be able to notice that you're right. This isn't exactly, they've kind of just summarized it. They've left some things out. Um, So like we were saying earlier, people aren't perfect. Translators aren't perfect, um, especially with the speed of things coming out on YouTube, a lot of times there's errors. So just having the ability to enjoy things and know exactly what they're saying or close, close enough. All right, so I've only got two more. There's 13 on this list. Number 12 is that it's easier, usually, for people who already speak two languages to learn a third, fourth, fifth, etc. So this is why you often hear about polyglots. Um, Well, one, because people who love languages, they're just going to keep going at it. It's their passion. Um, But two, once your brain has that flexibility, that plasticity to understand that it can um, it can be okay with some ambivalence, maybe with not understanding everything at first, and then it will slowly build up more knowledge and be more comfortable. Um, just knowing that you can learn another language, you've already done it, so that gives you a lot of confidence. Um, and a lot of times, there's similarities between languages that help. So there's there's lots of reasons. Um, Maybe these people do have a natural knack for languages. That is definitely possible. Um, I do know lots of people that have said that to me and it could be true, but it also is true that people who, who speak more than one language, unless, well, people who have learned languages as adults, they do put in a lot of time and effort to learn those languages if they speak them well enough. Um, so sometimes I get a little annoyed when people say like, oh, you're just good at languages i um, kind of negating all the work that I've done to get there. Uh, you can let me know if you feel the same way, if people ever say that to you. Um, but again, its it does get easier because, um, again, your brain has just done those, those exercises. You're used to it. And a lot of people just enjoy learning languages. Um, they usually enjoy traveling. They have a motivation to learn another language. So lots of polyglot examples on the Internet as well, if you're interested in hearing more from them. All right. The last benefit, I'm sure there's more, so please let me know if you think I forgot any, is that really it changes you forever. And I have a quote from um, a famous um, professor at Harvard, um, associate professor at Harvard's Graduate School of Education named uh, Gigi Luke. And I hope I said that OK. Um, so they said bilingualism is an experience that shapes our brain for a lifetime. So. They were looking, This study was looking at the brain, but really, if your brain is changed, then you are changed. It has an effect on you. Um, And I I would argue that it's usually a positive effect, not a negative one. Um, No matter when you learn a second language, whether it be from birth, from childhood, from adolescence, whether you're 85 and starting to learn a language that's amazing, it definitely will have an effect on you. I'm sorry, this came from an NPR article, and I will link these up um, on my Instagram account. So if you follow me there, you can see them. So I will just quickly run through those 13 just by title one last time, because I know there were a lot of them and I, I talked a lot about them. So the 13 benefits that I listed were stronger connection to your family and heritage, two, inside understanding of other cultures and customs. Three, a better understanding of your own native language or languages. Four, cognitive development, so better cognitive development. Five, health benefits, such as a later onset of dementia and Alzheimer's and better outcome for strokes. Six, the ability to travel and not be dependent on people. Seven, more success more luck in the job market eight you might be making a higher wage um, more a higher income than people that only speak one language nine you have a different world view with each language that you learn it changes the way you think ten you have the ability to get more information from more places eleven you can enjoy media from other countries with other languages without needing the subtitles 12 you might have an easier time learning a third fourth fifth etc. language and 13 it literally changes your brain for the rest of your life and changes you for for the good so i hope you enjoyed this short episode i tried to keep it positive and not talk about the pandemic too much um, as it's weighing on all of us it's now the end of may and The New Normal is a bit weird. And I do apologize for my long hiatus. Um, I did not have much inspiration for a long time. Um, and luckily, it's come back. And I forgot that I even had notes for some future episodes. So hopefully, I hopefully I can make um, a couple more episodes soon um, to kind of catch back up and get back into some new things. So thank you for listening all the way through. Again, you can let me know if You have a personal story um, with one of these advantages, or if you think I forgot a benefit, forgot to mention something, find me on Instagram at the future is bilingual, or you can send me an email at tfib, so the future is bilingual, tfibpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you and hope to hear from you soon. Bye.